0: Welcome back to another edition of the Coach Convert Podcast. This is your host, Derek. And today we are going to continue our journey through the top fantasy football players for this upcoming 2020 NFL season. And I've gotten through 1 through 25, we're going to continue with 26 through 30 today. And let's go ahead and kick it off. I'm going number 26, Chris Carson. Running back for the Seattle Seahawks, had a fantastic season last year. His season did end a little bit short. He ended up getting injured the end of the season. So he didn't have quite a full season, but he did play for most of the season and had a great 2019, over 1,200 rushing yards, seven rushing touchdowns, And he got more involved in the passing game last year. And that's what I think excited fans like myself. That was kind of a question with Carson is his lack of participation in the passing game. And he was able to show that ability in 2019 with 37 receptions. That was an increase from his previous high of 20 receptions in 2018. So that was a huge question mark that was filled last season, and that added with him being in that workhorse back role, which you know the Seattle Seahawks love to utilize that workhorse back. They love to run the football, and it wasn't just a fluke with Marshawn Lynch. Yes, Marshawn Lynch, great running back, but even after marshawn lynch left the seahawks they continued to show that they love to have a workhorse running back and that is rare these days usually it's a running back by committee for most teams nowadays it seems like in the nfl but the seahawks are one of the few teams that have kind of stuck to that lead back role even though the way they run the ball all of their backs do get plenty of touches, even their backup running back. But if you're the number one back in that offense, you're going to get a bunch of touches. And Chris Carson has shown that the last few seasons. So his season was cut short a little bit with that injury, but I believe he should be ready to go for this season. You thought maybe the Seahawks a couple seasons ago Drafting Rashad Penny in the first round, that he would eventually take over that lead back role. That has not been the case. He suffered a major injury last season and is still recovering from that injury. So it'll probably be a while until he's back in the fold. Yes, they did sign Carlos Hyde this offseason, who had a phenomenal season last year for the Texans as their main back but I think Carson will still hold on to that number one back role. Nothing wrong with Carlos Hyde. I think he is still a very talented back, but I think Chris Carson has more potential. I think he has more playmaking ability. You saw that Hyde, even though he had over a thousand yards brushing, he didn't have the highest yards per, uh, per carry last season. And so I, I think that lowers his potential just a little bit, but I think he'll be a great backup running back in that Seahawks offense. I think he'll still get plenty of touches spelling Chris Carson, but I think this is still Carson's backfield. And I think he will be looking to build on that season last year. And I don't think the the receiving numbers were a fluke. I think he'll continue to build off of that as well. And, and, He's another one of my favorite running backs. And as we get closer into this 30 range, as we've mentioned, seems like every episode, every running back that goes off the board, that's just one less running back that you're going to have as we get into the third, fourth round. And it's going to get even more rare to have a workhorse type running back like a Chris Carson, when you're getting into fourth, fifth round territory. So Chris Carson, I think he's looking to have another phenomenal year for the Seahawks. They're going to keep feeding it to him. And I think he's going to keep delivering for that Seahawks offense. So number 27 now. Finally, we're going to talk about the quarterbacks, have our first quarterback and i'm going with lamar jackson quarterback for the baltimore ravens mvp mvp great season last year came on just shut up any doubter that he ever had they shut him up and wow what an unbelievable season last year i mean we we thought that we might Never see a type of exciting running back, uh, exciting quarterback that could easily be a running back. I really never thought I would see someone like a Michael Vick again. Really, I mean, he Michael Vick expanded our imagination when he was in his prime on what the quarterback could do, and Lamar Jackson even took that to new heights and just expanded that those possibilities even more. Broke Michael Vick's rushing record with 1,200 yards rushing at the quarterback position. 1,206 yards rushing at the quarterback position, seven rushing touchdowns. That may be a little familiar because those are pretty much the exact numbers that I just gave you for Chris Carson, who is a running back, Got the ball a lot in that Seahawks offense. Lamar Jackson pretty much had the same amount of rushing yards and touchdowns as Chris Carson. Plus, he had 36 touchdown passes on top of it. I mean, come on. Those numbers are just video game numbers. That's why he's going to be on the cover of Madden this season. And... Yes, there's going to be that discussion of how does he go into 2021 or how does he go into this uh, 2020, 2021 season after the season that he had in 2019. It's going to be hard to top those types of numbers. I don't know if he'll have the 36 touchdowns, I don't know if he'll have 1,200 yards rushing. But just his potential and what he can do with his legs, I think he's going to still be very close to 1,000 yards rushing. I still think he's going to be somewhere in that 25-touchdown range. He's probably going to have to make some adjustments in the passing game as defenses try to counter what he did last season and try to find some ways to stop him. But he's just so explosive just so phenomenal making plays through the air and with his legs i i don't really see him falling off that much with his statistics he was he was just so phenomenal last season that might be an outlier but i still think that he will put up plenty of numbers week in and week out and that's what you want to see you want that ceiling to be high and you want the floor to be high as well and you get that with lamar jackson they have plenty of weapons around him and that's what i love about what the ravens have done with this offense is they they have surrounded him with a great o-line plenty of running backs they even added jk dobbins in that backfield this season you have very talented receivers that can stretch the field you Look at what they added. Two of my favorite receivers in the draft, they added in Devin DuVernay and James Prochet. In addition to Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, I think, is going to have a breakout year this year. If he didn't already break out last year in that first game against Miami, dealt with some injuries. But I think he's going to take another step this year. So they have the pieces around Lamar Jackson where he doesn't have to do it on his own, and he's still going to have room to work. You can't focus on him that much. You still have to make him your main focus if you're defense. But he's not just going to have just himself to where he has to make plays every single time. He has the receivers. He has the running backs that will be able to lighten the load a little bit. So I still expect him to have a huge season this year as well. And I was looking at a a stat on ESPN Fantasy Football's coverage. Uh, Matthew Berry made a great point that in, I think, 11 out of 15 weeks last season, he was at least a top six quarterback. So if you're talking about top 10 being an absolute floor, like top 10 quarterback week in and week out with that ceiling of potentially being a number one or number two quarterback every week, that's the type of potential I want a quarterback. And usually, usually, I'm the type of fantasy football player that will wait to draft my quarterback, but it's exciting that we're starting to have these quarterbacks who are coming through now who have all of the tools, have the ability to beat you in the passing game, to put up huge passing numbers and throw for a lot of touchdowns, but also have the type of running ability where it's justified to draft Lamar Jackson in the third round, maybe even the second round if you just want to secure him in the second round. But it there's these fantastic quarterbacks that are coming up that are starting to make me question my strategy about waiting for a quarterback because that might change over these next years few years that whole wait to draft a quarterback strategy with the type of quarterbacks that are coming through that can beat you in all facets and that can put up huge numbers consistently I think that may change with some of these quarterbacks that we're seeing and Lamar Jackson is leading the way in my opinion as far as that type of quarterback who is pretty much putting up big numbers at two positions quarterback And running back, as we mentioned, having similar numbers to one of the top running backs last season in Chris Carson, plus the unbelievable efficiency through the air as well. 36 touchdowns and six interceptions last season. I don't know if he's going to have that same type of season, but I think he's going to still put up big numbers and have a shot to be QB1 again next season in the NFL so Lamar Jackson 27 number 28 you knew he wasn't going to be too far behind he's essentially the 1A the 1 and 1A quarterbacks you can interchange them but I had to go with Patrick Mahomes right after Lamar Jackson because this is really too close to call in my opinion I really should have just said 27A because that's what Pat Mahomes is to me. I I was very tempted to putting, uh, putting Mahomes before Jackson, especially when you consider the, the potential for this season to, it's kind of crazy to say it, but to bounce back from the season he had last year because he did miss two games last year He didn't put up the numbers that he did in 2018 where he had 50 touchdowns. But you could say that he may have had a down year last year. He had 4,000 yards passing, 26 touchdowns on five interceptions. So that's, I think, just kind of what Pat Mahomes has been able to do these last couple of seasons. That seems to maybe be his floor is what he did last season (laughs) 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns. I think he's going to get back somewhere between that 2018 and 2019 season. And I, I think he'll get back closer to 5,000 yards passing. Keep in mind, he did miss two games last season. He had about 100 less attempts from 2018 to 2019. So with a full season, I think he gets back to the attempts that he had a couple seasons ago. And I think he gets back to that 5,000 yard range. Again, kind of talking about Lamar Jackson uh, previously. I don't know if Mahomes is going to get back to 50 touchdowns. I mean, he easily could. I'm not going to doubt him about throwing 50 touchdowns again. But I think looking at this season, I think he'll probably get be somewhere between the 26 and 50. I think he'll be around 35 to 40 touchdowns, which will still probably lead the league in touchdowns and he'll be back to that around that 5,000 yard range. When comparing Mahomes and Jackson, the reason I have Jackson ahead of him is because of the just the potential that Jackson provides with his legs it just not only raises the the ceiling of what he can do it raises his floor where he doesn't have to throw five touchdowns a game but patrick mahomes is just so elite and consistently elite with his arm that he's not very far behind and he can still do enough with his legs he's had a over 200 yards rushing the last couple seasons. He can still do enough to kind of provide a little bit of that raise in the floor as well. But you're, you're not going to go wrong drafting Patrick Mahomes as quarterback number two, somewhere in that third round range. He is going to have another phenomenal season, in my opinion, this year. Similar to that Ravens offense they have plenty of weapons around him in that Chiefs offense they added another they they, they added a first round running back Clyde Edwards-Elaire who some people uh, are predicting to slot in right away in that number one running back position for the Chiefs and he provides a lot of different abilities catching the football and running so that offense is still going to be Elite is going to be firing in all cylinders. And Patrick Mahomes is going to be right up there in the MVP chase again this season. So 28, 27A, whatever you want to say, Patrick Mahomes is a QB1 as well, in my opinion, And I I think, I actually think he will be as far as his, his points. I think he'll have more fantasy points this year than any quarterback. I just think week to week, I think Lamar Jackson just provides you that potential to just break out. And that is so important to have week in and week out in fantasy football is just having that player that can just win a week for you. And I think Lamar Jackson, with his overall skill set, I think he provides that a little bit more than Patrick Mahomes. But hey, I'm just getting picky at this point. They're both phenomenal. But it's nice to have some quarterbacks in this list right here, cracking the top 30. And that will be uh, Pat Mahomes, number 28. Number 29. Going back to receiver, I'm going Adam Thielen, receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. Had a rough season last year. Had a rough season. Was dealing with a hamstring injury for most of the season. Was only able to play 10 games after, I believe, playing in every game. I think he had four or five straight seasons of 16 games before last season so it was a little bit of an anomaly for Thielen dealing with some pretty bad hamstring injuries that kept him out for six regular season games but he did bounce back and got a chance to participate in the playoffs had a Big playoff game against the Saints. Uh, the Saints where he had over 100 yards receiving. And. So last year definitely was a down year. Only 48 catches. 418 yards. After coming off of. A 2018 season where he had. Over 1300 yards and a 2017 season. Where he had 1200 yards. And. But even though he had a disappointing season in 2019, he still had six touchdowns in 10 games. So he still was able to get into the end zone in those limited games. And this ranking at 29 is all predicated off of him being healthy and ready to go for hopefully a full 2020 season. And that's the tricky part because over these last few seasons, we've seen how tough it is to have a hamstring injury for some of these players. And it's very common to see a player deal with a hamstring injury, try to come back, and then kind of just keep repeating that re-injury of the hamstring it has to be something that is able to be rested and healed properly through rehab and physical therapy and some people can get over that hamstring injury some people can't and of course we've seen probably the biggest example of that has been will fuller Very talented receiver, but he has just not been able to get past his hamstring troubles that have stretched his whole career, and I believe maybe even when he was in college. So you just hope that Thielen will be able to fully recover from that hamstring injury. He did look good in the playoffs, but if he can recover fully, I think he can get back To what we saw him at in 2017 and 18. And. His. Stock rises even more when you consider that Stefan Diggs. Who. Was kind of the 1A to. To Thielen. He's no longer with the Vikings. He is now a Buffalo Bill after the trade. From the Vikings to the Bills. So. That makes Thielen the no doubt number one receiver in that offense. I know they drafted Justin Jefferson. I think he'll be a nice addition in the slot, but I think it, you know you don't ever want to put that pressure on a rookie to just fit fill in right away and be a go to receiver right off the bat. It's probably going to take some adjusting, but I, I think Justin Jefferson will be one of the top rookie receivers and will provide some good production this season in his rookie season. But I think Thielen no doubt will be the go-to receiver and Cousins will look to feed him the ball constantly. And I think because of that, because Diggs is no longer in that Vikings offense, I think Thielen will get a ton of volume and a ton of production and Those are the types of things that you look for, especially in a PPR format with receivers. You want to see volume, and Thielen is going to see a ton of targets. And I think he'll get closer to the amount of targets that he had in 2018 when he had 113 catches. I think he will get close to the 100-catch mark this season. I think he'll get back over 1,000 yards. I think he'll probably have close to maybe those same six touchdowns six seven touchdowns that he had last season so I think with a full season of Adam Thielen I think you're going to see him getting back to those elite numbers and I think he's one of the more underrated receivers and he kind of got forgot about again because he dealt with those injuries last season but we can't forget what he did in 17 and 18 and especially him having a strong performance in the playoffs. I think he'll be able to be back to full health in 2020. And I think he'll be very motivated to get back to that receiver that we saw in 2018. So I had to include him in the top 30, because I I think he's primed for another big season in that Vikings offense. So Adam Thielen, number 29. And then number 30, to round out out the top 30, I'm going Amari Cooper, receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. He's just been very consistent. All the talent in the world, one of the top all-around receivers in the league, out of Alabama, of course. And he kind of reminds me, or I guess... Jerry Judy reminds me of Amari Cooper, just that all-around style. And I don't know, just must be those receivers that Alabama recruits, but very athletic, can stretch the field, but also a very polished route runner, one of the better route runners in the NFL in Amari Cooper. And he had a really nice season last year as Dak Prescott's, top weapon. they had the the Cowboys had the number one offense in the NFL last season. Cooper had 79 catches, 1189 yards, eight touchdowns. and he's just been consistent, especially with his touchdowns. He's had seasons of seven touchdowns, seven touchdowns, eight touchdowns, So it seems like he's kind of building that consistency where he's looking at about seven, eight touchdowns. And I think he'll continue to show that production this season. They have a lot of mouths to feed in Dallas with Ezekiel Elliott, with Michael Gallup, who had a great season last year and looks to build on that season. And of course, drafting C.D. Lamb, who I think is going to fit in right away in that Dallas offense. So a lot of weapons. Of course, Ezekiel Elliott, he's going to be heavily involved, run game and passing game. But I still think that even with all of those talented weapons, I think Amari Cooper is still going to get his. I still think there's plenty of reps, plenty of targets to go around. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot this season again with Dak. And I think even though he might not get as many targets as as other number one receivers around the league, just because of of the amount of weapons that they have, I still think he'll get plenty of targets, and it'll be harder and harder for defenses to double-team Amari Cooper, which is going to still allow him to stretch the field and make huge plays downfield. You're going to have to focus on Gallup now. He's gaining more respect. You're going to have to focus on CeeDee Lamb, of course. You're going to have to stay honest and make sure you're continuing to try to defend Zeke. So I think there's not going to be a lot of double teams for Amari Cooper, and if there are, the defense is probably going to be in trouble because that means one of those talented receivers is going to be one-on-one with somebody. So I think Amari is still going to have a big-time production this season, and I think he's probably going to be similar to what he had last season, and I'm okay with that. If he can be in that 80 catch range, over a 1,000 yards, around six to eight touchdowns, I think that's a solid season, and I think that's someone, can we kind of mentioned last episode, that's, if I can get him as my number two receiver for my team, I'm very, very happy, because any given week, he could be a number one receiver. So, Amari Cooper, I think, He's just been so consistent. And again, I I think he's a little underrated. I think he flies under the radar sometimes just with how polished, with how explosive, with how productive he has been throughout his career so far. And I think he'll continue to be that number one target in a very explosive, high-flying Dallas Cowboys offense. I think that offense will... Continue to be one of the best in the league in 2020, and Cooper will be a big part of that as well. So, top 30, there you have it. I'm going to keep going, of course. We still got a couple months before the NFL season starts. We're going to keep at this top players list, keep it rolling. I'm hoping that you have enjoyed it up to this point. And as I mentioned last episode, not a lot of NFL news. We're still all waiting to kind of hear the official word that the NFL season will start on time. I'm hoping that it will, but I'm also just thinking that every day they're just trying to figure out the best way to go about it they're maybe seeing how some of these other sports leagues are handling the restarting of their leagues you've seen a lot of the biggest soccer leagues in the world have started started back you've seen golf has started back basketball is trying to figure out its restart baseball is also it seems like finally that they will be getting back on track at some point in July. So I think the NFL is just kind of biding their time, just kind of seeing what happens with some of these other sports leagues and how they deal with their restart. So we're all just kind of, as football fans, just kind of waiting to see what the official plan is for the restart and whether the season will start on time. But hopefully it will be able to start safely and start around the time that I'm supposed to. But if anything changes, any news comes out, I'll be sure to have those updates for you. In the meantime, I'll just be coming out with these fantasy football lists and maybe any other thing that comes to my mind as far as some content for the show. But again, as always, I appreciate you listening to the Colts Convert Podcast. I hope you have a great weekend coming up. And my name is Derek. This is the Colts Convert Podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Thank goodness it's Friday. Take care.